0: Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hey, church. How are you doing today? I hope you're having a great Thursday. Thank you so much for being with us. I hope you've been enjoying these devos. We are in the book of 1 Peter. Um, So let's get right into it. This is 1 Peter Uh, chapter 2, verse 9. We only have one verse today, but this verse is loaded. It says this, "'But you are not like that, for you are a chosen people. You You are a royal priest, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of darkness and into his wonderful light.'" I this is an amazing verse, and it's just loaded with these different things. And I just kind of want to break it down for us today. The first thing that stands out to me is that you were not like that. What this is talking about, that there were these people who had rejected Jesus, that Jesus had revealed himself to the world, but they just ignored it. They didn't, they didn't want anything to do with Jesus. And what Peter is saying is, hey, Jesus came and revealed himself to you, and you were not like them, that you have accepted this. And what he's trying to communicate is, that because you have accepted Jesus, certain things have changed. Now, we live in a earthly world with physical things around us. We live in a physical world. But there is a spiritual world that is far greater than our physical world. And whenever we accepted Christ as our Lord and Savior, some things changed in the spiritual that now affect our physical world. And so that's what Peter's talking about. He says a couple of specific things. He says, you are a chosen people, you are a you are a royal priest you are a holy nation and now you are God's possession. So we're just going to break a couple of those words down. And we need to understand that this goes all the way back to the Old Testament. God made a covenant with Abraham. And he told Abraham he said, "Hey, through your descendants, I'm going to create an amazing nation." And that nation was the nation of Israel. And And if we look at this passage, this is actually a parallel to the promise that God placed on them in Deuteronomy and also in Exodus. And he's saying that, hey, the same way that God set them apart, he has also set you apart. And so let's get into it. It says, you are a chosen people. What does it mean to be chosen by God? I can tell you this much. It doesn't mean that you had a great resume that you turned into God and said, hey, God, here's my application. I want to be in your kingdom. Man, the way that we are chosen is not based off our own good works. And the good news is that if it was based on our good works, I wouldn't be getting in. So I'm so glad that it's not based on my works, but it's actually based on God's love and his grace for me. But now I am a chosen people. And what this means is that I am a part of a new race, not one that is, that is determined by my earthly race or by my skin color or by my, my religious background, but it is all because of Christ. When we accept Christ as our Lord and Savior, we are a part of a new race of people that are now God's chosen people. The second thing is a royal priest. So what does this mean? When you probably get the image of a priest, you may think of like a monk or somebody who wears a certain outfit. So what does this mean? In the Old Testament, the priest would intercede on behalf of the people. They would work in the temple, and they would have to present sacrifices to God, and there was all of these rituals and these customs and these things that they had to do. Now, God's not asking us to put on a bunch of robes and run around and and have to make animal sacrifices. I'm so thankful that we don't have to make animal sacrifices, because if I had to sacrifice an animal for every time that I sinned, Every pet shop in town would be empty because I would be having to sacrifice all of these animals. But what this means is back in the day, back in the Old Testament, that they were separated, the people were separated from God because they couldn't come into God's presence. Because if they did, God's holiness would just wipe them away. Then the priest would intercede on behalf of the people. The first thing is that we understand about being a, a royal priest is that we have access to God's presence We are now able to come into God's presence. We are able to enter in. And the second thing that we do is we have spiritual sacrifices. Well, what does this mean? Well, we worship and praise. That is a sacrifice to God. That's a spiritual offering. I love to get in my car and just crank up some worship music. And how many of you know in Baton Rouge, in our traffic, you need some good godly worship music to get you through the road, to get you through traveling. Um, The second thing is the good works that you do for people around you. The kindness that you offer to people, the love, the compassion that you offer to people around you, that is a spiritual sacrifice to God, a spiritual offering. The third, how you spend uh, your physical possession, how you tithe, how you spend your money, how you use your money to bless others sacrificially. These are all offerings that we can bring to God. So our worship, um, the goodness that we do for people around us, and and how we manage our physical uh, gifts and blessings that God has given us, the third thing that we see is a holy nation. Well, what does that mean? What this means is that we have been set apart. We should look different than the world around us. Uh, the, the, the world right now is, man, it is hungry. It is broken. Um, it is desperate for something. It is desperate for hope. And, and so we, as Christians, we can look different and we can have a different perspective because we do have hope. We have our faith in Christ and we know that God holds all things in his hands. So we can act different. We can be set apart. We can look different than the world around us. Um, And the fourth thing is that we are God's possession. We now belong to God. And this is great news because once we belonged to Satan, uh, our lives were in bondage. Um, We had sin in our lives. We had addiction in our life. We had all of these things that held us captive. But the thing is, now that we are God's possession, these things that once had hold of me no longer have bondage on me. So we can have freedom over depression and emotional damage. We can have freedom over addiction, things like alcohol and pornography. We can have freedom from these things. We can have freedom from anger, bitterness, jealousy, all of these things that came and had bondage. And I'm not saying that if you, you know, once you accept Christ, that all of these things are just going to be instantly broken off like just boom, you never have any earthly struggles again. What I am saying is if you do have weakness in your life, man, invite God into those areas. Bring God into your weakness. Bring God into your struggles because God wants to be a part of it. God wants to bring us out. So, okay, so God has done all of these things in the spiritual. So so how does that affect us, us physically? How does that affect us now? What does that mean for us? And I love the end of this verse because it says, "...to show others the goodness of God." The idea behind the end of this passage is this, is that we are a spiritual advertisement of who God is. You know, I was recently traveling through Texas and I had about a six hour drive. And and so whenever I have that, I know I have to stop a couple of times. And I looked up and I saw a billboard for Bucky's gas station. Now, I don't know if you've ever been to Bucky's, but it is like the Disney world of gas stations. It's incredible. They have like a million gas pumps, clean bathrooms. How many of you love clean bathrooms? All this candy and coffee and all of this food. It's incredible. And I remember seeing the sign and I was thinking, Bucky, how much longer until I'm there? Like, how close am I? And it said 97 miles. And some of you are like, man, I'm not waiting 97 miles for anything. That's not a short drive. But I held on. My car's about to run out of gas. I got to use the bathroom, but I am holding on for Bucky's. Here's what I'm trying to make behind this ridiculous illustration is this. We are a spiritual billboard to a lost world. And what we are communicating is, hey, God loves you. God wants to be a part of your life. We are simply pointing people to Jesus. So how do we apply this to our lives? The first thing is, man, just begin to understand that you are a chosen people. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. You are God's chosen people. Just spend time meditating on these thoughts. And then the second is understand that we have a responsibility to take God's message and the goodness that he has done in our life and to proclaim it to a lost world. And I would just ask you this, what does your billboard say about God? The life that you live day to day, what message does it say to God? And I'm not trying to bring condemnation or shame, but some of us, we need to say, God, you need to rewrite some things on my heart The message that I'm bringing to this world, Lord, I I need some changes. I need need to bring a more accurate picture because the thing is, people look to us. And you may say, Ryan, nobody looks at me. I promise you, people are looking at you. People are gauging what God is about and what he cares about based off your lifestyle. So when we're out there, and there are people who are so far away from God, maybe they're 97 miles away from God. But your billboard can point them in the right direction and let them know, hey, there is something better for you. There is a God who loves you. There is a God who cares for you. And there is a God who wants to be a part of your life. Amen? Let me pray for us today. God, I just thank you that, God, you have set us apart, God, that we are different, Lord that since you came into our lives, God, things have changed. God, I just pray that you would just help us to be an accurate picture of you, Lord. God, that you continue to give us grace and mercy for our everyday lives, Father. Help us to be a great example, God, of your love and your mercy, God. Help us to bring your hope and and your light to a lost world, Father. I pray all this in Jesus' name, amen. Love you guys so much. Hope you have a great Thursday. Hope to see you guys back tomorrow. Thank you for listening.